Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Welcome to Money Roots, the podcast where personal finance gets personal. Hosted by Amy Irvine, the CEO of Rooted Planning Group. Each week, Amy and her team dig deep into the world of finance, making it more approachable and understandable for everyone, no matter where you are on your financial journey. From savings and investments to budgeting and planning, Money Roots brings you practical advice, inspiring stories, and expert insights. They believe that everyone has the potential to grow a healthy financial future, and they're here to help you nurture it. So whether you're a financial guru or just starting to plant the seeds of your financial knowledge, this is the place for you. Get ready to uncover the tools and strategies that can help you thrive financially. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode of Money Roots. Welcome, Money Roots listeners. Boy, that's going to take some getting used to. (laughs) Uh, Today, joining me on the podcast, joining me back on the podcast, I should say, is Sandra Miller. Uh, Sandra has both had me on her podcast and I've had her on my podcast in the past. Let me give you a little background. Um, So for those of you that have been following for a little, for a long time uh, and may may recall some of the (laughs) some of the recordings I've done. There's uh, this sassy little podcast that I absolutely love following and Sandra Miller (laughs) is the host of that podcast. And for a while, um, we were honored to be able to be a sponsor of her podcast. And she's got it on pause right now. So maybe more to come in the future. But I was following her. She also has, she also blogs on, on, um, Substack, and I follow some of the things that she's doing. And recently, Sandra sent out an email invite for, uh, I guess, a webinar kind of type thing, an engagement, uh, where she was going to be talking about her happiness journey, for lack of a better (laughs) phrase, and how she's decided to become a happiness coach. And so I reached out to her and said, okay, new year, new podcast name. I have to have you on if you're willing to come. So Sandra, I just (laughs) want to say thank you so much, first of all, for being our first official Money Roots guest. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm absolutely thrilled. And thank you for all the support you gave my currently paused podcast before. You're just amazing. And I adore you. So thank you. you, And happy new year to everybody. Yeah, happy new year. And the feeling is very mutual. It goes both ways. So um, tell me, uh, again, I can't wait to hear about this journey because I think we all need a little bit of happiness, more happiness in our lives. So tell me what set you down this journey and maybe even start with what is a happiness coach? Well, 
I guess I'll start with my journey, if that's okay, because sure. I had been in kind of a pretty bad mood since, I don't know, the end of 2016. And it wasn't like I was walking around grumbling and growling, but just there was just like a lack of optimism and feeling good about things. Not all the time, but it's, you know, hello, we're all in this world. So I'm not the special little snowflake here. We all have been feeling it. But by the end of 2022, I kind of sat myself down and said, we can't go on like this girl. Like there is something that needs to shift. And, you know, my life wasn't perfect. The world wasn't perfect, but I wanted to be happy. And I'm going to do a big caveat right now in saying happiness is one thing. Toxic positivity is the antithesis of happiness. So this isn't putting on a smile. This isn't pretending like everything's great. This is really getting into authentic happiness, feeling all of your feelings, being in whatever mood you're going to be in, but also understanding you can get back to being happy. So while I'm, you know, having this conversation with myself, like, how are we going to do this? I kind of stumbled onto happiness coaching and I'm like, ding, 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 because I know I'm not the only one in this. I want other people to be happy because it really is kind of contagious. And we can tell that because the bad mood we've all kind of been in for a while is kind of contagious, you know, <laughs> or maybe I'm just speaking too broadly, but, you know, again, it's not toxic positivity. It's not pretending things are okay, but we really do complicate being happy. We think that we need to earn it or deserve it or things need to be perfect or whatever. And that's so not true. And it's also very, very hard to kind of build that happy muscle when things are hard, when you're low. And so we could all maybe use some guidance or a reminder or a refresher on how we can get there when things aren't perfect, when we don't feel that great about ourselves or whatever it is we're dealing with, that we can, in fact, be happy. We deserve it. And we definitely need to to give it to ourselves. And then, of course, to everybody else in our world. It's, it, it, it's a good thing. It's worth having. So, Yeah. And sometimes happiness, like, you know, you're on the search to happiness and it can lead to other problems that cause you to be right. less happy. And certainly in our world, my world, you know, sometimes I'll see that with overspending or, mm -hmm. you know, spending not matching your, your values or, you know, it, it can, it can, it, that whole idea of trying to find happiness and not knowing how to do it, not knowing how to look introspectly and be okay, well, what is it that actually makes me happy? And, you know, right. I do think that, I don't know, my husband and I were watching a movie the other night and it was just, there really wasn't, the, the laughter that was happening in the movie really wasn't a funny part, but we both got laughing because they were laughing, which, you know, it just was one of those, it's contagious, right? And that's laughter. Yes. That's not necessarily happiness. It's a happy moment because we were right. laughing, but I think what you said about it's catching is true because the same thing that happened, like, why are we even laughing? This isn't really all that funny, <laughs> but their, their facial expression when they're laughing was funny. And, you know, one of my favorite, favorite parts of friends was, I, I think a lot of people are talking about their favorite parts of friends anymore since Matthew Perry's 
sad passing. Um, but was, you know, the show where they did the whole pivot and, you know, the laughter in that particular portion of the, uh, show just gets everybody else laughing. And if, you know, it's, it is very contagious. So, and I think when you find for, from my angle, I think when people find their own sense of happiness, they're not searching for it with their finances necessarily. Mm-hmm. And if it does meet their finances, then they're able to pinpoint like this, you know, I'll give up this because it doesn't bring me a lot of happiness for right. this that does bring me a lot of happiness instead of just doing both. Right. So, so you went on this journey to find your happiness and you came yes. across this certified financial or certified financial, sorry, <laughs> certified coaching um, program that you decided to take. And now you are going to try to do some coaching along that program. Yeah. So what does that mean? Well, for me, I kind of spent all of 2023 making sure my philosophy kind of worked because what was important to me was that I still got to be me. I didn't have to turn into a pod person because I'm probably the last person you'd ever suspect would be a happiness coach because I'm very sassy and sarcastic and snarky and cynical and I swear a lot and I've got a lot of opinions and a really dark sense of humor. And I wanted to keep all of that because even though those aren't necessarily wonderful traits that everybody wants to aspire to, I kind of like those parts of myself. So I didn't want to have to abandon who I was in order to be happy. So I was learning what my happy was. And there are two types of happiness. There's hedonic and eudaimonic. And hedonic, of course, is like hedonistic. So that's everything that's outside of us. People, places, things, experiences, money, material goods, it's all outside. And we really tend to focus on things that are outside of us, like getting that job, earning X amount of dollars, buying that house, buying that thing, going on this kind of vacation, even getting married is, mm. is I would argue, is hedonic. Now, it's not to say that love is a eudaimonic, but if it's coming outside of you, it's only temporary. It's not going to last. And the problem is you're going to need bigger and bigger and more and more to get that happy high. And if you need an example of that, just look at all of the miserable billionaires out there, how unhappy they are when they have access to everything. Mm -hmm. So that's the problem with hedonic happiness. Eudaimonic, and that's like a spelling bee word. It's E-U-D-A-I-M-O-N-I-C, I hope. <laughs> and that is happiness that comes from within. That's when you know your worth, you understand your purpose, and you appreciate what you have and who you have and the things around you, even when they're not perfect. So with happiness, it really starts with the little things. This is how you build that muscle. This is how you plant those seeds. And for me, it's like hummingbirds and butterflies and hawks. I see one of those things, I'm thrilled. Day is practically made. A good parking space, 
thrilled. I live in Los Angeles. So these are like kind of things, green lights, especially the green light that waits for, waits for you. You're a half a block away and you can't really speed because you don't know if there's a cop at the intersection and you're late for work and you're, please stay green for me. And they do. That's like a hallelujah moment. So these are the things that make me happy. And yes, I buy lottery tickets. I want to win big. That would be thrilling. But I will say, if you don't have your true happiness solid, anything else that comes outside of you, that job, that person, that money, that trip, it's a temporary patch. And then you're going to be probably twice as miserable because you had that thing that you'd been waiting for mm -hmm. and that happiness didn't really stick. And now you're frustrated and it, it keeps perpetuating because you're going to go after that next thing and that's mm -hmm. not enough. And the next thing is not enough. And as far as like spending, yeah, when we're unhappy, and when we've been broke, mm -hmm. there is an absolute rebellion where it's like, you know, pick your favorite swear word and insert it there. I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And that just creates more havoc. It, it, it just creates more havoc. So it's, it's really important that we learn to be happy. And it's really as simple as two steps. Give yourself permission and shift your perspective. So allow yourself, like literally say, I allow myself to be happy. It sounds silly, but do it anyway. And then just pay attention. If you're in a good mood, kind of wonder why. Think about it for a little bit. Oh yeah, I got that green light. I was on time for work today. Yay, that kind of stuff. So it sounds really silly and maybe it is, but that's how we build it. We're building our foundation with Legos, little bits of color and different shapes and sizes. They're the kind of Legos that don't hurt when you step on them, though. I just want to preface that. But it's you're, you're building with little things, and that's your foundation. And from there, everything else is going to grow. And the thing that I learned was, you know, happy is my baseline. That doesn't mean I don't feel other things. It doesn't mean I don't get mm -hmm. irritated and angry mm -hmm. or sad. But I come back to being happy quicker. Those moods come, and they do their job, and they go. They don't have to cling on anymore and i get to go back to being happy and it's it's been a lovely experience especially mm -hmm. with how hard things have been this year mm -hmm. and everything that we're all witnessing and going through it's really nice to know that okay i can feel other things and still know in those quiet moments i have peace i like who i am and i feel good about where i'm at right now mm-hmm I do think it's a bit challenging. You know, I turn on the news in the morning, uh, usually to catch up and see, okay, well, what's my day going to be? Like, what are the questions that are going to be thrown at me or potentially thrown at me? And I do find myself sometimes um, getting rather worked up based on whatever the news can be. Mm -hmm. And it's, it can set my tone for the day. And, you know, coming back to, I have a lot of blessings in my life. I have a lot. And so, I have to like pause for a moment and realize, you know, I've got a man that's next to me, a partner. It doesn't have to be a man, but a partner that's sitting next to me that is pretty understanding. And and we've been together while well, we've been married almost 30 years and and we still get along. You know, that's a blessing. <laughs> we Very still much. like you know, we still like to be with each other. That's a blessing. Um, you know, we've, we've been able to split things up in a way that 
it's really an equal partnership. That's a blessing. Like these are all things that are before I even step foot out of bed in the morning. Like these are all little blessings that you take for granted. I do anyways, you know, I take for granted. And yet I think if I would pause and say, okay, but they all bring me happiness. Mm Mm-hmm. And start my day with that thought versus, oh, great, this is what happened all, you know, while I was sleeping for my last six or seven hours, you know, that, that I can see where that would bring a, set the tone for the day a little bit better. Well, there are studies that prove that gratitude builds happiness, but I kind of shy away from the word gratitude because it's been co-opted by the toxic positivity (laughs) (laughs) movement, shall I say, but if you are thankful for things. Mm -hmm. If you are appreciative of things, Mm -hmm. and you know, you would probably like the word appreciate, because when you appreciate something, or when something is appreciating, it's growing. Mm -hmm. So to appreciate what you have, be thankful for it, and yet write it down. You know, Mm -hmm. even if it's just three things, or just mentally note three things in the morning and the evening, that that you're grateful for, that you're thankful for, that you appreciate, that made your day easier, however you want to frame it. Because a lot of this is the words around it. If there's a word around the subject that you don't like, toss Mm -hmm. it aside, grab the thesaurus, pick another one. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I bristle at certain things. I bristle at gratitude and being grateful because it's, it's almost like we're supposed to be in this state all the time. And no, that's, that's impossible. That's toxic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, you have to feel all of your feelings. They're telling you something. They're telling you something about yourself and the situation you're in. They're there to teach you, not to annoy you. And so you definitely want to pay attention and then let them go. You don't have to cling on to it. So it's just, that's the shift in perspective is you get to be who you are. You get to feel what you're feeling. You get to be sad and disappointed and frustrated with the world and our lack of ability to do much about it. But that doesn't mean that you have to set aside your happiness. More suffering is just more suffering. Mm -hmm. And that's not negating what's going on. It's not that binary. It's not like if I'm happy, I'm ignoring everything else. No, Mm -hmm. trust Mm -hmm. me, look at my social media. I'm enraged half the time. So (laughs) that's the irony of me as a happiness coach. I will say like, this is just wrong. This is just irritating. And why Mm -hmm. can't BritBox put EastEnders on on time? So anyway, (laughs) but it's, it's, you get to have all of that. You're not a pod person that you're not a Stepford wife, you're not a robot, you're going to feel everything. And just because you feel another emotion, doesn't mean you're unhappy. It's not negating all of that work. It's not negating that emotion. It's just you're having this experience in this moment. And that's fine. So it's, we've got to just relax a bit and allow ourselves to be happy and not make it so hard. And it is in the Mm -hmm. beginning, it really is because those bad moods we have, they have a lot of power. And we think that there's strength in anger and rage and that happiness is weak and soft. And that's just not the case. So we have to kind of keep shifting our perspective on that. Being happy doesn't make you a doormat. Trust Mm -hmm. me on that. Mm-hmm. Cut me off on the freeway and see what happens. But it's <laughs> <laughs> there's a horn and there's a finger. But um, but it's 
but that doesn't mean that I'm not laughing about it. You know, five seconds later, it's not like I'm carrying this rage or this anger over things. I'm present with what's happening in the world, but I'm also present with how I'm feeling as me. So it's, it's kind of a great little dance that we do because there's sometimes I'm in my teeny tiny kitchen just frustrated because I'm bumping into everything and there's just not enough room. And there's other time I'm in my teeny tiny kitchen going, this is great. You know, it, everything's working just perfectly. You, you know, so it's, it's just being in that moment of mm -hmm. this is how the world works. It's, yeah. it's not one thing. And go ahead. No, I was going to ask. So you offered a webinar up, right? That was one of the things that you were doing. Are you going to do more of those next year? Yes. Yes. I'm going to try to do, I can't say every month. That's the eventual goal because I think, you know, how many people want to do this? How many times? But for me, I would, I would prefer to do um, seminars and workshops to kind of get people together. Cause the other thing we're dealing with a lot is loneliness yeah, and feeling isolation. like we're the only person in this boat that we're, we're the only ones feeling this and that's just mm -hmm. not the case. So when you can hear other people sharing their experiences and how they're learning to kind of shift out of it, I think that's, that's sort of like my long-term goal, but um, also individual sessions as well. But yeah, if you follow me on Substack, it's free. I'm at a sassy little dot .com. And I post every Wednesday. And so that's where I kind of write about being happy and my philosophy on being happy. And then I'll announce the seminars there. And it's just a Google meet. And it's very, very fun and very casual, but um, hopefully helpful and just yeah. waking up to the fact that we don't have to continue going on like this. So for people that interest are interested in this, following you on Substack is the best way for them to be informed of when you're going to be offering these sessions. And you yes. said that it will be in group because those ones obviously are group sessions that you're offering uh, on Substack. But then are you doing some individual coaching too? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, Tell I, us I, about I, that. So I still ha am a worker bee, so I still have to go into the office. So it's evenings and weekends, mm -hmm. but that's where we get to kind of develop your sense of happy. And, and as you said before, figuring out what makes you happy and really just kind of focusing on the little things and the goals that you want to set and achieve and moving toward that in a really natural manner. It happens a lot faster than, than you think. It doesn't feel that way in the beginning, but it's, it's just really just opening your eyes and just seeing things in a different way rather than the sludge that we've been going through for mm. so long now. I mean, this world has been so overwhelming for so long and it's one thing after another after another. And I think we need to remind ourselves of that, that we've been on overload for so mm -hmm. long and the people around us are on overload for so long that if we can start bringing in some, some happiness and some joy, it's, it really does benefit everyone around us. And I don't mean to say that and sound like a Pollyanna or another no. toxic positivity person, but truly as a cynic, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it really is meaningful to be happy and authentically happy in your skin as is 
and then put that out into the world and see what doesn't come back to you. It's, it's really kind of lovely because I know I laugh so much easier now, like head back, cackling, laughter, and it feels so good. It just feels so good. One of the best gifts to give somebody is to laugh till you either cry or pee one or the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, you know, as we as we age as women, I think anybody listening, you know, understands that if you're a woman, probably. Exactly, I don't know. Maybe, exactly. maybe men have that issue too. I don't know. That's what I hear. They from do. They just don't talk about it. <laughs> So Sandra, um, when if somebody is interested in doing this with you, do you have a website? Or is there a way that they can contact you? Yeah, I mean, Substack is still the best because I'm there the most, and yeah. it's it's really easy to get in touch. I do have a website; it's slowly being developed, and that's okay. a sassylittle.com. And you can reach me at happy at a sassylittle.com. I love it. I love it. And, and you mentioned at some point in time, right now your podcast is on hiatus, but at some point in time, you might get back into recording maybe once a month at some point in time in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, to bring that back in because it, it really did bring me so much joy. I had such a good time meeting people and learning from them and just having that experience. It was so much fun. It was, it was my pandemic lockdown project. And it was just so many wonderful people were so generous with their time, and, mm. including you, twice. And it's, it's just, it's something I really miss. But as you know, it's super labor intensive. It is. And yeah. yeah. And I was producing it, getting the guests, editing it, all of that. Mm, so you it were was doing, yeah. doing the whole thing. So yeah. um, I do want to get back to that. So I'm hoping maybe by mid-year, but I'm doing what I call podlets for my paid subscribers on um, Substack, which is just, mm -hmm. you know, shorter versions of the podcast and mm -hmm. just to kind of get my feet wet again in doing that because it's just so much fun, just really so yeah. much fun. You had some amazing guests, I'll say, you know, that that's something that I um, like, where does she find these people? These are amazing guests. So you had, I, I look forward to it. And um, I haven't had a chance, I read your blog, but I haven't had a chance to look at the, the podlets. I'll have to dig into that. I have a tendency to um, read usually first thing in the morning when my brain and eyes are really strong. By the time the evening comes along, I'm usually just brain dead. So I don't tend to read unless it's for true pleasure at that point in time. Not right. that yours isn't for pleasure. It is. <laughs> the way that came out after I said it, I'm like, no, 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 I know exactly what you meant. I, and plus I, when I'm on Substack, I really don't want to listen. So yeah. I have transcriptions done so you yeah. can read the podcast yeah, the yeah, pilot, and, yeah. it's, and it's short. So it's not that belaboring. And it's something I just started, I think in November. So it's, it's still kind of new, but it's, yeah. it's just, you know, you gotta, you gotta pull in your fun. That's the other thing of being happy, whatever. I was told once that otters only do, do things that are fun. So I try to live like an otter. 
<laughs> I love they, it. If they well, have to we... do it, they'll make it fun. And I'm like, because otters, like, aren't they just the best? So yeah, just you got to pull in the fun whenever possible. So I think that is a lesson to live by. Live <laughs> like an otter. Yeah. No, I mean, really, when you think about it, it is, you know, there's things in our life that we have to do. You know, there are. Yeah. And I guess if, if we have to do it, let's at least make it fun. Not that every moment of every day is going to be fun, but let's try our best to make it fun and make it enjoyable and bring, yes. you know, bring us joy. And you know, my, one of my favorite sayings, I have it on bookmarks that I give out to clients is that life is about events supported by your dollars and cents. And my point is, that, you know, we're on this planet for a very short period of time, relatively speaking. And yes. it's all about the events that take place in your life. And it could be those itty bitty little events like I got a green light or, yes. um, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite sounds is a baby laughing. Who cannot, yes. you know, like you, you could have a horrible, horrible day. And if you hear a child laugh, it's gone. You know, like I mean, those, those belly are laughs things. are the best. Yes. Right. Like those are the kinds of things that well, I mean, like life is about events and it could be big events and it could be little events. And it's not about the money that <laughs> it's, a, we have to have it like that's, it's supported by your money, but it's about the events, not about the money. Right. And so, and I will, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead yourself. No, what I wanted to say is that when you're happy, all of those things that you want, well, one, they shift because you realize what's important. So what you thought you really wanted and needed and had to have, it, it becomes less important mm -hmm. sometimes. The other thing is you start attracting those things to you, all of that good stuff. And it just becomes easier and easier. Not always. I mean, there's still bad days. Yesterday wasn't right. a great day. The day before that was kind of off too. But it's that whole thing of what you put out comes back to you. I mean, that's that saying's been around forever. It's it's energy. It's what you put out, you get back. And so when you are in a much more positive, open place within you, things open mm -hmm. up good stuff starts happening. And even when the bad stuff comes, it rolls off your back. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's less intense. Yeah. I, I've always been impressed by people that I call ducks. And with what, what I mean by that is if you think about a duck swimming in a pond, on the surface, things look so calm. Water mm -hmm. rolls right off their back. They're just kind of looking around, lollygagging. But under the surface, their feet are going like crazy. You know, they're paddling, they're moving themselves with that um, a hidden movement in, in such a graceful way. And I've always, you know, like I said, I've always been in awe of people like that because they are able to sort of walk through things with grace. Not that it's not internally something they're working on or internally something, but they, they want to have and portray and model a sense of um, calmness, a sense of, for lack of a better word, happiness. Have you ever seen, a, well, I have seen a duck be angry before, so just, but, <laughs> you know, I actually have seen it. But, but for the most part, they just look like, you know, life is good, you know, and they seem yeah. content and otters are another one. I mean, I, we have a couple 
down here in Florida at our place, we have a couple that are outside in the pond. They all, they look like they're always playing whenever we see them. Yeah. So I love, I love your your recommendation. I'm, t- I'm saying that it's your recommendation to to live like an otter because who who doesn't want to start you know the new year with that kind of thing in mind and and maybe have it as a little card or a motto or something like that on the corner of your laptop or on your desk live like an otter and have make it fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Make it a fun year and make it a year that it's a, you know, not just about those big things, but about those every little day things that can bring you joy and happiness. Well, Sandra, I cannot say thank you enough for coming back on the show one more time. And for those of those that are listening, we're recording this. This is how great she is on a Saturday, (laughs) right before the Christmas holiday so that we can have this very first show edited and ready to go out in January. So I want to just say thank you very much for your time. Thank you for sharing your journey. And I hope that the listeners walk away from this thinking, I'm going to live life like an otter (laughs) and have some fun. Thanks to Sandra Miller and her sassy little uh, sassy little advice, I'll call it. <laughs> thank you. And Amy, thank Thanks. you very much. You're just so wonderful and generous and kind and so smart. So thank you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Oh gosh, you're making my day. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks everyone. You've been listening to Money Roots, your go-to podcast for making personal finance accessible and approachable. Thanks for joining us today. Amy and her team have enjoyed guiding you through the roots of your financial journey. Remember, Whether you're planting new seeds of financial knowledge or nurturing the growth of your existing financial plans, Money Roots is here to support you every step of the way. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and visit our website at www.rootedpg.com backslash podcasts for more resources. And of course, subscribe to Money Roots wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. A big thank you to the sponsor, Rooted Planning Group, for making this show possible. At Rooted Planning Group, they're committed to helping you cultivate a thriving financial future. Until next time, keep growing your money roots.